This podcast is for information and entertainment only. This is not investment advice. We are learning right along with you. Hey, what's going on, everyone? It's uh, December 23rd. Another episode of CryptoCast. All right, all the noobs that had not been through one of those whoop-de-whoops on the roller coaster, I hope you enjoyed the ride. That was fun. As you all know, it crashed for, and I use the word crash in quotation. You know, we had a little correction. Everybody panicked. Fox News wrote that it hasn't, the price crashed to the price like three years ago. And I was like, what? What? Okay. Uh, Fox News, I guess. Um, So yeah. But everything came back up, and, you know, this episode, I really want to just break down all the talking points that I hear from Bitcoin Cash supporters. It's like, it's the same talking points. I feel like it it's just seems, the sentences are just written exactly the same. It's like, ask the same questions, and you answer it. And they ask the same question. It's like it's like a whack-a-mole. Like they don't understand either purposefully or uh, just don't understand. And, and, and we keep going in circles. So anyway, uh, I'm just gonna talk about them. So I wrote them down and I'm just gonna go through some of them. So talking points are that SegWit was supposed to be the solution to the congestion. And look, no one's using it. Okay. That's two, two, two folds. First, it was never supposed to be the solution. It was, f- it, it was a fix to the transaction malleability, and that will make Lightning Network more efficient and better. Yes, you can have, you know, Lightning Network without SegWit, but it requires you to monitor the channel, and it gets a little trickier um, than when you do have a fix for transaction malleability. So, it wasn't supposed to be the fix for congestion. Yes, people talked about how it's going to effectively increase the block to two megabytes, but, you know, that's after everybody revs up. But the reason why not, not many people are using it or it hasn't revved up is because, you know, the biggest wallet providers, you know, including... Coinbase, uh, Gemini, um, uh, blockchain.info, none of these guys are implementing it. So the users wanted institutions, not so much. But, you know, that's another story as to why. So it was not meant to be fixed. It's supposed to enable the Lightning Network, which is going to be the scaling solution and this was gonna effectively, at best, increase the block by two megabytes if everybody used it, which we already knew the warrant. So we were just saying, you know, by one and a half percent or one and a half times. So like, instead of one megabytes, like 1.5 megabyte, 1.6 megabytes. But that's not enough. I mean, that's never gonna be. That was not the idea. That's it's, that's gonna be the solution. It's not enough. Two megabytes, eight megabytes. It's not enough. You know, for the type of things that they want to do with the blockchain, IoT, financial transactions, micropayments, um, smart contracts, it's just there. The number of blocks, the size of the blocks is just, if you want to do everything on chain, it's just huge. Like, 
you know, ter- gigabytes, maybe even terabytes. Like, it, 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 scaling on chain is, it's just, <laughs> it's just not a, it just, it's not a good idea, and we'll explain further. So anyway, so SegWit is not the solution to the scaling problem. It was going to enable the uh, solution, which is the Lightning Network, and then comes to the other scripted um, complaint from Bcash guys is that Lightning was supposed to be 18 months away, 18 18 months ago, and it's basically saying it's like that scene from Snatch where the guy making the hot dogs. What's up with their sausages, Charlie? Uh, five minutes, Turkish. Five minutes. Uh, it was two minutes, five minutes ago. So they're trying to say that it takes forever, and they keep pushing it. And the thing is, SegWit just got enabled. Just got enabled. Uh, August, right? I mean, it just it just got enabled. So you can't say it's eight. It's been it's been said. 18 months from now it's going to be out because they were kind of giving up on it. I mean, if you read even Andreas's talks, um, they were giving up. There's so many talks that they were just like, yeah, SegWit's not going to enable. Until, as uh, you know, some of the newer guys might not remember this, but Shalom Fry. Shalom Fry came out of nowhere. Some anonymous person and uh, created the Bitcoin um, client, UASF client, which is the user-activated software, which basically kind of forced the miners into enabling SegWit by threatening a hard fork. That was before Bitcoin Cash even existed. So, you know, Bitcoin Cash wasn't supposed to be even the thing. So miners didn't want to split per se. They didn't, so basically the UASF was like, well, there, all, of our, all of us nodes here, which is a lot of them, we're going to render your blocks useless if you don't, if you don't uh, support SegWit. Uh, and that will effectively split the chain and it was going to cause chaos. So, you know, miners did the New York agreement or whatever. And they said it was kind of like a safe face kind of thing where it's like, okay, we're forced to do it. So we might as well have an agreement that we're going to do it. And then we're going to increase the blocks later, call it SegWit 2X, which never went through. Yada, yada, yada. But the point is, uh, it just got enabled. SegWit just got enabled. So just give it a minute. It's, they're working on it. I mean, you, you've seen the just yesterday the, or a week ago there was a way you can actually with with the user interface go buy a fake coffee at this Starblocks or whatever. And I tested out with my coworkers. We were playing around with it. I was sending him. Uh, I was sending them Lightning payments. They were sending them back to me. Yeah, these were tests. They were test tokens on testnet, but still it was working. Um, and you, you can be like, well, there's no traffic on there. Well, yeah, it doesn't matter because it's not going through the blockchain. So the traffic on the blockchain is doesn't affect the speed of the lightning. It's, you know, um, anyway. So the idea that, oh, they've been promising lightning forever and they haven't delivered is just kind of ludicrous. Because, you know, first of all, just the idea of enabling SegWit without doing a hard fork. Thank you, Luke Dash Jr., who everybody doesn't, who all these guys hate on. The guy's brilliant. I mean, these are the people that we need, not people that, that copy. So there's two types of devs. There's two types of people. One people that copy, and that's the majority. 99% of the people are really good at copying. Engineers, doctors, oh, yeah, I don't do this. Okay, let's follow these directions. Okay, cool. 
And then there are the people, the tinkers, they're the, the people that are pushing innovation. They're the, they're the edge. They're the ones that are pushing innovation. And that's who these people are. I mean, creating SegWit, doing all that, that that's innovation. Uh, fixing transaction malleability, which Satoshi's vision forgot to fix. Um, so, you know, these are the people that are, that, that gonna, because this, this thing is not done. You know, this, this, um, there's no, this, this is not done. We still have, need to scale properly <laughs> and do it, actually do it. And we need people that are not copiers and there's nothing wrong with copiers. I'm a copier. That's what I do at work. I haven't invented anything. So, you know, but the people that are pushing and creating new things in their field of expertise or even multiple fields of expertise like polymaths, those are the people that <laughs> I want leading <laughs> the currency of the future. Not a guy that just goes and copies the repository and makes it, makes a, uh, slight modification making the box bigger and voila there you go i, I did it it's i did it no you didn't <laughs> right it's it's ludicrous anyway there's so many um yeah i went through this the core is lazy they haven't done anything i mean seriously <laughs> come on segregated witness is a thing it, it, it was something that I mean, this is not something that, that open source development is not, it's not fast, you know, like centralized, um, centralized companies and centralized institutions can push things really fast, um, you know, full derp ahead, maybe right, it may, maybe right, it may be wrong, but hey, we're going to make a decision, I have, I'm wearing a suit, I got a tie, I'm making this decision now. But with open source, it takes forever. But the thing is that they're actually innovating and then creating things that don't ex hadn't existed before, and pushing the technology. Like the Ethereum ride-in is basically lightning. So it's you know Joseph Poon's and, that and Thaddeus's work, uh, you know modified for payment channels within Ethereum. It's came out of Bitcoin core, quote unquote. So you can't say they're lazy. They're not doing anything. That's incredibly just rude. And <laughs> And the people who are saying that are absolutely degenerates. Like seriously, you're just a guy making a, writing a message. You don't know what it takes. You have no idea what it takes to uh, make things, make complex systems without breaking them and, and doing it, do it in a decentralized manner, sort of, at least as best as you can. <sighs> anyway. LN is like POS, proof of stake, which I don't understand at all. Like POS is a consensus mechanism. It has, it has nothing to do with Lightning Network. You know, you, you, you're staking a set amount of tokens um, to validate blocks. And if you are proven to be lying or creating invalid blocks, then you lose your, your stake. That's proof of stake. What does that have to do with making a payment channel? with, um, you know, check lock time verify and multi-sig. They're just not even the same. They're not, I don't understand. You know, I get into Twitter, I get into Twitter little warfares and it's like, what? I can't explain it to you in 140 characters that you, it's so wrong. It's not even, they're not even, the, 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 you're, com you're comparing completely different things, you know? 
It's not a bank. And they're like, oh, it's a bank. Oh, it's like a checking account with a bank. It's not because when you have money in the bank, it's not your money. They have the money. They can they can close your account. They can f do whatever. I mean, here in the United States, they're not going to run away. But if you're in Greece, if you're in Turkey, hey, who knows? Might close down. The guy, may, you know, they may run away with the money. Who knows? They have control over it. But in, with the Lightning payment channel, it, it, it's, with Lightning, it's not that they have control over it. Both of you have custodial control over a set of funds that's locked in a multi-signature account with a time to live, with a time lock that says, if this guy runs away with money, just give me all the money back as, you know, unless, unless you already did some payments with each other, then, you know, take and take whatever you gave him. But if all this stuff that's locked up in a multi-sig just comes back to you, you know, and, and you can set the time lock to whatever day, however you want. I mean, I can't even imagine all the wallets, all the little features that you're going to have. You're going to click on it and be like, oh, I want to have a payment channel for 30 days, you know, after five days, alert me or, you know, and, and, and extend, the, extend the payment channel, etc. I mean, there's no difference between your coins being locked. I, I talked about this earlier in a different podcast. It's, there's, there's no difference between your coin locked up in a, in a, in a UTXO, which is a, you know, unspent transaction outputs um, set. It's like a database. It's like a data set where, you know, basically it's like a bunch of lockers with locks on them. And if you can prove, if you can, if you know the combination, you can, you can, you can, um, you, can you know, your, your, your incumbents, as, as they call them, of, of one of those quote unquote uh, math formulas, you can solve it, then you are the owner of the Bitcoin. It's the same, you don't own any coins. These are locked up in these things that you unlock with your keys. It's the same thing if it's, if it's a payment channel. The payment channel is now, it's a multi-signature payment channel with a quote unquote bank. It doesn't have to be a bank, I can do shapeshift. I can, you know, I, I can, so the way I imagine it is like this. So in the future, and in the future, I use in quotes because I, it's 2018. I'm pretty sure this will happen in 2018. So you'll have multiple big companies. Some of them already existing. Some of them new to this. And they'll become lightning hubs. And they, you know, the, the whole idea of one of the talking points is like, oh, uh, you're gonna with Lightning Network. You need to have multiple connectivity with thousands of people, and every one of those you need to m make an on on-chain transaction and, and do a settlement on that. And that's you know you, every, for every connection you need sixty dollars to open, sixty dollars to close for each fee. It's like no, that's not how it works. You make a payment channel with one or two, one or two entities or or quote unquote banks. They're not banks. They're just businesses. They're like anything else. I can probably set one up if I wanted to. And, you know, with proper marketing, I can become a hub. And if I do good, I'll get big. And if I don't, people won't use me. Market dynamics will take care of that. So what happens is, so let's just for use an example, ShapeShift. Let's say ShapeShift will become a lightning hub. They'll provide lightning services. Okay, so what does that mean? That means that I can make a payment channel with them for let's say 0.1 BTC. So I set up a payment channel with them 0.1 BTC for 30 days and it just sits there. And it just sits there and other people will connect to Shapeshift and through Shapeshift I can route any payment to them, okay? So that's, again, and this is all locked in a multi-sig with the time to live and sits and whatever I agree I send, um, they take and then, you know, with and other primitives 
you, tech, you know, cryptographic primitives, you can prove that Shapeshift did actually deliver the funds and the other person actually got the, got the funds. And that's just one hub. And then Shapeshift will have lots of customers. Coinbase, hopefully, will become a lightning hub. They'll have a whole bunch of customers. And, you know, you, you will literally be like three or four hops away from any other person. It's like, you know, what is it, seven things from, seven cousins from, that was a movie about, basically, you're seven steps away from anybody. Like, I know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody who knows Michael Jordan. Like, it, it, everybody's connected really um, with a couple of hops away. So with, you know, Shapeshift, Coinbase, Blockchain.info, whatever, you know, even real other companies, I mean, oh no, the evil Blockstream, maybe they'll come and create their own things that have this link related to, you know, use their satellite somehow to, you know, hey, hey, who knows? Maybe Blockstream will come in, probably will. There'll be other companies like, you know, the, the, the French company uh, that makes a Clair Lightning. So there'll be like additional light, I'm sure there'll be companies you never heard of and all they do is Lightning. And they'll come in, and any, anybody would just set up payment channels with them. And this money, for me, I, like if I have my portfolio, I would, I would, I wouldn't, that point one that I said I gave to Shapeshift that sits in a multi-six, that sits in a payment channel, that sits in Lightning, quote unquote, I just assume I have it because I do have it. Because again, Shapeshift can't run away with it. All they can do is they can be dicks and don't, don't give my money. And then uh, after set time, I'll get a refund. So, they, and I, from there on, I will never work with Shapeshift, you know, and I would tweet about it, everybody would know, and you know, if it's true, other people would tweet about it, and you know, Shapeshift will lose customers. So nobody wants to do that, and, and they will compete against who has the lowest fee, right? And then so, market dynamics, it's beautiful. Node operators will get um, money to actually operating a node, become lightning nodes, so now we're not desperate for nodes. We're like, well, we don't have any nodes anymore because of all these SPV simple verification wallets. So it's it's not a bank, it's not a checking account. And checking account is a different thing. You're, you're again comparing apples and bicycle pumps. It's, it's not, so again, and I can connect to any, I can pay through Shapeshift, through Coinbase, anybody in Coinbase, any customer of, the coin, of Coinbase and vice versa and it will just be everywhere. It will just, I can't even imagine how beautiful it, is. it will be. And you can like, I'm sure Blockfolio will integrate like, you know, how much you have in a lightning payment, how much you have in a payment channel. It's still your money. It's just locked, it's just locked up differently with another person uh, who is, who can't run away with it. It's like, they're just gonna help you um, alleviate some of the stress off the network. It's basically cryptographically secured IOUs. It's not your grandpa's IOU, it's not Comex. It's not gold papers that who knows what the fuck's going on behind the scene, how many of them. No, <laughs> these are cryptographically secured IOUs, not your grandpa's IOUs. So when they say, oh, it's an IOU, yes, it's an IOU, but, but it's an <laughs> IOU that, you, that is cryptographically secure and they can't run away with it. And through the magic of computers, if they do, the money just finds its way back home to you. It's beautiful. I just don't understand why people are, are hating on Lightning. They don't. <sighs> anyway, so Emily, yeah, where is it? Lightning, you need multiple channels with everyone. Nope, get rid of that. You did that. Segwit's not popular. Well, yeah, because Coinbase and all these online companies are not implementing it. Why? I don't know. 
took who knows what the hell Coinbase is doing. They 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 came out of nowhere enabling Bitcoin Cash. They're they're shift they're fishy. They're acting very very shifty. And home dude used to work for Goldman Sachs, if I recall. Mr. Armstrong, their CEO. So I don't trust them per se. So I, you know, I have SegWit enabled. My wallet, the Samurai wallet, has SegWit enabled. Uh, Ledger Nano S has SegWit enabled. So it's not. It, there's some. Uh, nefarious uh, thing going on with the exchanges and and wallet providers, online wallet providers, not wanting to enable it. It's not that it's difficult. Uh, it's doable, very doable. Where we can get a team of fucking four, bang it out in seventy two hours. It's not that hard. Anyway, lightning. Ex- <sighs> Next. Oh, Bitcoin Cash is gonna implement lightning even better. Yeah, no. Bitcoin Cash, unfortunately, doesn't have um, the fix for transaction malleability. It doesn't have segregated witness. All these signatures are not outside of the blockchain, or outside of the block. They're inside. Consequently, they're malleable. So, yes, you can do lightning, but it won't be greater and better. You're not going to make lightning great again with uh, just because you have bigger blocks. It will make bigger blocks will make lightning better, no doubt about it. But if you have segregated witness enabled and uh, if you have segregated witness enabled, it will. But at the time, it, you have to do one thing at a time. You let lightning come out, alleviate some stress, see how this works, see how it pans out. Hey, we might even not need to increase the block at least for another year or two. 10. Who knows? But first we do this, and then we assess. And then we're like, okay. Uh, and does it, you know, it's just not me. I'm not saying we, I'm the leader, we should do this. A lot of people think like this, and that's why the price of Bitcoin is, you know, bigger or higher. It's because, and, and they haven't dumped all of it for Bitcoin Cash. Because if that was, if it was really that easy, like, hey, why, why, didn't, why isn't everybody doing it? Why is anybody going, oh, you just sell them all, get Bitcoin Cash, it's faster. They're not doing it because they have a reason. And the reasons are clear. There, there are so many reasons. It's like, there are so many reasons. Hey, pick one. <laughs> you know, from philosophically to technologically to practically to everything. Bitcoin Cash is not better. So anyway, so why Bitcoin Cash implement LM? Okay, we went through this. Next one. Oh, this one's my favorite. Because of Bitcoin, because of, because of all the core cucks and all the core bags uh, and making everything slow, uh, the market Bitcoin has lost the market cap and all the altcoins are winning. No, that is not true. That is absolutely not true. The, the market cap dominance of Bitcoin is disappearing because there are coins being created every day. All you have to do is go to coinmarketcap.com. You know, you've been there. And you look at it historically. I don't know if you looked at it. This is this you may not have looked at, but there's some tools or whatever in the corner and you go to historical data. Scroll down, pick a date, and see how many coins there are. You know, 2012, 2013, 2014, 15, even 16. Just look how many coins there are, and then look at it now. Ever since Ethereum, 
and this ERC20s, anybody can just make a coin. At least before it was a little bit more difficult. Yeah, you know, by, by more difficult meaning like getting a chain running and having people actually mine it. But now you don't have to have anybody mine it. You can just make a coin, you know, unicorn coin, ball sack coins, whatever, uh, ERC20, boom, just drop it. Make an exchange underneath the Delta with a couple other people, uh, make five billion units, voila, there's suddenly billions of dollars, or sorry, not billions, millions of dollars, or even, uh, you know, tens of millions added to the quote-unquote total cryptocurrency market cap. That's, that is not, that's not a measure. That is not something, that is an absolutely useless measure. Because, like I said, before it was like Litecoin, Ripple, you know, Darkcoin, which is now Dash, a couple other ones, you know, maybe like a page full. 80. Eh. Now it's like, you know, 1,400 of these coins. So, of course, Bitcoin's dominance in quote-unquote market cap is going to go down. It has nothing to do with the speed. If it was speed, people would use Digibyte. Digibyte is great. Digibyte is fast. Digibyte, have you used, I've used Digibyte. Why? Because, I don't know, I have, oh my god, and recently it's just been spiking. I sold all of mine like, a, like an idiot. Uh, I should have held some. Anyway, the point is, Digibyte's fucking fast. I sent some, some around, you know, to shapeshifts and sent some to my buddies just playing around with it. My god, it's like, boom! And partly because there's no one on there, <laughs> and partly maybe it's the technology that's faster, blocks, whatever, it has more decentralized mining. It's all, it's, it actually has some, you know, advantages that, you know, okay, well, decentralized mining. It has six different or five different mining algorithms. Oh, cool. The UI was basically a fork of Bitcoin, uh, Bitcoin Core, Satoshi uh, Core a client, and just with a different logo. But it was pretty fast. It, you know, it has some, it's still a fork of Bitcoin. It's still really haven't done anything. It's like, hey, uh, you haven't innovated anything. Oh, I'm just going to change the mining algorithm. Cool. Change the logo. Cool. At the end of the day, it's not bleeding edge. There's nothing revolutionary about it. Vitalik, yes, that was that was Ethereum. Yes, that was that was pretty pretty badass, you know. And it, the price and and the, the the energy and ecosystem around it reflects that because it was like holy shit, that was that's dope. Wow, a blockchain with a you know quote unquote. Um, rich statefulness um, not fully turning turning complete programming language on top like okay that's pretty cool I get that that's revolutionary okay did you buy it? no it's pretty fast Litecoin no it's pretty cool Dogecoin no it's a dog like <laughs> Bitcoin Cash no it didn't do anything they're, 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 they're script kitties they modify things it's cute it's, it's fun but that's not who I'm following because we're not done because we're still in this fucking jungle. There's lots of lines around. I want to follow the team who has built this. I want to follow the the people who are the polymaths on our in our like what's his name says it. Um, Trace Mayer, very true. Pe people who are incredibly amazing in multiple dis multiple disciplines, and I want to follow them. Simple as that. You don't have to. This, this, I'm not yelling at you. I'm just yelling at the air. I don't talk to anybody. I'm a loner. This, this is just my thoughts. I'm telling you, that's all. Coin market cap myth. I mean, sorry, crypto market cap myth. Blown. Next. 
And another thing is, oh, how's censorship, censorship. So the way it works is Bitcoin Core. So I found this thing on um, on uh, BitcoinTalk.org. Some guy. It was from. It's from February of. I'll tell you exactly where it is, so you can go find it for yourself and, and read it, uh, if you if you if you're inclined to. Um, it says the topic is a list of people who've had commit access to Bitcoin Core. It's on BitcoinTalk.org. Um, it is under Bitcoin Forum. Bitcoin development and technical discussions. February 1st of 2017. Again, it's called List of People Who Had Commit Access to Bitcoin Core. Just read that. Read that and you understand the person who's really actually in charge of Bitcoin doesn't really talk. And it's not really in charge of Bitcoin. It's just that implementation. Anybody can go implement their own. Everybody's like, oh, Core Cooks, the Core is running everything. Core. Hey, no, Core is not running everything. There's only one person who's the lead. Okay, so there's a guy named Vladimir J. Vanderland. And this dude, who's been involved for a long time, since 2011, he's been, he's the lead maintainer. And the maintainer is a person who has, you know, like, kind of like a guy in charge of certain aspects of um, the GitHub repository. And that's where the um, version control for the software development is. So basically says, okay, who's doing what? Who's adding what? How are we? Because it's a decentralized software. You're not. You're working with a whole bunch of people. You know, people don't want to step on each other's toes. You gotta have some sort of a methodical uh, uh, system, a systematic way of you can, you know, how to how to create updates and and roll them out. And that's what version control is. So they're using GitHub, and it was it was moved to GitHub by uh, Gavin. I'll come to that. Gavin Andreessen. I'll come to that later. He's one of the early early. Um, big blockers. They wanted to push for big, bigger blocks. And uh, I'll, t I'll talk about that in a second. So, Peter, uh, not Peter, Vladimir is the guy in charge. Of, he's the lead maintainer. There's additional maintainers, and they control like the GUI, and then another one controls the QA. But at the end of the day, it's Vladimir. You know? He's the dude. But he doesn't talk. Have you heard him tweet? No. Have you heard him, you know, talk shit? No. Have you seen him running around with a Lambo? No. <laughs> Have you, he just does work. You know what I mean? And, you know, if people and hundreds of people are contributors to Bitcoin Core, hundreds of people, like over 200 people in, in since the beginning, fair to say, over over 250 people since the beginning. Now, maybe it's a, maybe a couple, maybe 100. Who knows? There are lots of contributors. I mean, people contribute all the time. But that just because you're a contributor to Bitcoin Core client doesn't mean that you have commit access. The only people that have commit access, like I said, are the three, and the guy in charge of all the three of them that can kick him out is Vladimir. And you don't hear about Vladimir at all. And the guy who does the most amount of commits out of anybody is Peter Wola. And that dude, you don't hear about him. I've, I've seen him talk, explaining, you know, the... BCH addresses, that's different bitch addresses, that's different than Bitcoin Cash. Um, so he does the most amount of work. He doesn't talk, he just does things. And people follow him, and not follow him, but hundreds of people wanted to work on Bitcoin Core. Not because they're forced, not because it's some sort of a slave ship out of Egypt. Not because, you know, they have their children. No, because that's what they want to work for. Because that's the project. Because that's what people signed up for. 
Bitcoin Cash is like this weird thing that's claiming to be, you know, it's like a it's like a trick straight out of uh, military intelligence where it's like set up parallel operations, take over. Pretend that you're the, the you pretend that you're the main guy and take over. It, it, it's a, they just want to become, and that's why they that's why they get really mad when you call it Bcash because they want that name. It's all about the name. It's all about Bitcoin. They want to take it over. But the thing is, there's nothing to take over. Nobody wants to follow it. And the people, I, like I, it really feels like they're sock puppets. Like, and I, there are plenty of example articles written about provable. You know, sock puppets. Not the Russians. I'm not talking about, oh, Russian. No, I'm not believing into that. I'm just saying that you can manipulate Reddit. You can manipulate Reddit votes. You can manipulate sock puppets. You buy them. There's, there are so many people around the world that can speak English, and they're poor, and you can just pay them in bad English. Just don't fall for it. It doesn't make sense. Just, these are the Bitcoin core group, quote unquote unquote core is all it's like a it's like a beehive it's like a you know like a bunch of ants in a, in a colony with a quote-unquote queen but it's not like you can leave anybody can leave but they're not they're joining it because they know that this is what they want to do because this is what they've worked for for so long and lightning is coming and it's coming in 2018 i'm Pretty sure, like full on, like let's go, let's do this. I'm gonna buy coffee with it. <clears throat> I like, I really like the uh, what they have in the testnet. It, it works great. Like, I can just imagine how that can be implemented into a wallet, just beautifully. Like you can be like, oh, oh check it out. My wallet says I have, you know, 0.4 BTC and I have. 0.12 in a payment channel with shapeshift with the time to live with a date of th of a month because I don't want to get that alert a lot for the month hey shapeshift's cool worst comes the worst to disappear Eric Bor he's being a dick whatever I'll give my money back you know in a in a month it's fine right it's it's like it's not your you don't put your whole life saving saving into one payment channel no. You don't, it's like, a, it's like, it is like a checking account, except it's not a checking account by a bank. <laughs> it's like Bitcoin is banking, except without a bank. Same thing. <clears throat> anyway, core centralization, went through that. Uh, yeah. And then additional things are just, been through this before. I, it's, I feel like a broken clock, but you know, those are just bad actors. Uh, <laughs> uh, what, who do you have? You have Jian Wu, who's a, who's basically in control of all the mining, and everybody knows that. The, and I like miners. Thank you for for. Thank you for uh, validating these blocks. But the idea was not to have one giant company that fabricates mining ASICs. That was not Satoshi's vision at all. Satoshi didn't even like when Laszlo. Um, Laszlo was one of the early, early developers. He was uh, number three, actually. He built a OSX. Um, he built the OSX client, I think. Um, and he was the first guy who actually mined Bitcoin with his video card. And he was breaking in the Bitcoin, and that's why he bought those pizzas for 
you know, 10,000 Bitcoins because he could, because he was, he was the first guy to figure out how to mine for with video card and was just raking it. And when he told Satoshi, he was, Satoshi wasn't really happy. He was like, oh, that's going to happen. He knew it was going to happen. He's like, damn it. I, I know I read this somewhere. I read all of Satoshi's um, writings and it's not that much. So you just basically go to um, bitcointalk.org. I shouldn't say all of it, clearly, but uh, by meaning that I didn't read the P2P forum. Uh, I didn't read all the P2P forum talk. Because when he first introduced the white paper, he introduced it in the P2P forum. Okay, and then later on, um, they had the BitcoinTalk.org forum where everybody was talking, and Satoshi's writings are still there. So I read every single um, thing that he wrote on BitcoinTalk.org. It's still there. You just go there, find his username, click it, you know, s select the username, and go through his history and read everything. Just read everything. And not only I read everything, I I read every the whole um, the whole. Uh, uh, threat, not not just his reply or whatever, because you don't. It's, they're, they're out of context. So when you look at it, you have to go to the thread, so read the whole thread, and see what it's about, and then see what why Satoshi's chiming in, and what is it about, what is he saying? It's not. It, it took me like a day. It was great, great time. And I think if you like Bitcoin, you should do this. <clears throat> you you really understand. You feel like you're there, even though you're not. And what I'm why I'm bringing that up is that. You get to understand how this individual talks, how individual writes, and this is an anonymous. This is anonymously. This is not like <clears throat> with his face out there. Um, this is anonymously. Uh, so I, I got sidetracked. First of all, I was going to tell you that he was not happy about the Laszlo and and the and the video card. But so we were far away from Satoshi's vision. So. I was gonna say is who do you have on Bitcoin Cash side? You have the miner, which is Jihan Wu, which is the, like a literal Bond villain. He he's he has full control of all the you know majority of the ASIC production. You have that guy. You have Roger Ver, which is like I'll get to him. But what I'm talking about now, when we're talking about going through Satoshi's writings, is that you read it. And you just kind of you, you you create this voice in your head for him, and how he talks. And again, this is anonymous. It's not his name. And he's absolutely calm. He's always in control. He's always just written beautifully. There's no like fuck you. There's not a single cuss word. There's no like getting mad at somebody. I think that one of the funniest things he said was he's like one of the guy was some guy was just talking how it's not going to work i forget what what the discussion was about uh, but i think uh, i think it was about the i think it was about the block size increasing i don't remember 100% i should do this again but he, essentially he's like if you don't believe me uh, if you don't believe me or, or you don't know how this works i, I don't have time uh, to try to convince you sorry like literally that's the that that was his most passive aggressive most aggressive thing he ever said okay and my point is, what I'm saying that is, the, the other Bitcoin Cash person is Craig Wright, right? He's pushing Bitcoin Cash like it's nobody's business. And then, like, listen to him. I don't give a shit. This is a one-off thing that I fucking have no idea. I'm very glad to do it, and I'm very glad to talk to you, and I hope you don't. You know, I think we've definitely got off the wrong foot. This is when he was trying to prove he's Satoshi to some cryptographer. Bullshit from Maxwell that we've had to pay money to get bloody disproven because the 
Okay, so this dude says fucking and bloody and shit and damn like literally every other word in a sentence. And and, and this is not just this time where he's pissed. He's always doing that. You look at him in, in that little quote-unquote Bitcoin Cash seminar they had. Oh, my God. With like five people there, dark room. Just looks so sad. <laughs> anyway, him, he's standing there with his mom jean and his fucking moose knuckle. And... Same thing. If you have a Raspberry fucking Pi, I don't give a fuck about your Raspberry fucking Pi. Like, he, uh, that's how he talks. And then just go, listen to Craig Wright, the quote unquote, I'm Satoshi, Mrs. Satoshi, and then just go read Satoshi's writings. Even there, or the P2P forum. Just read it. These are not the same people. Not at all. And he has his name out, his face out, his moose knuckle out. <laughs> and, and on tape. Cussing and acting retarded. I'm sorry, Phil. But there are fucking thousands, fucking thousands. of in Bitcoin. <laughs> Every Fuck off. I'm called fuck off. I mean, that's the other um, cheerleader. And then you have Roger Ver. Like, do I even have to go through this? Like, all problems of Malcox are being caused by the traditional banking system. Really? Nice chat with Malcox CEO Mark Carpellis about yeah. their current situation. He showed me multiple bank statements. Bank statements. As well as letters from banks and letters from banks, lawyers and lawyers. Wait, listen to this again. He showed me multiple bank uh. statements as well as letters from banks and lawyers. I'm sure that all the current withdrawal problems at Mt. Gox are being caused by the traditional banking system. Is that right? Not because of a lack of liquidity at Mt. Gox. Mm. The traditional banking partners that Mt. Gox needs to work with are not able to keep up with the demands of the growing Bitcoin economy. Ah, the dozens same, of people the same, the same, the same thing. They can't they demand of the, the, the demand of Bitcoin. Oh, they're ruining everything because so many demand. This guy's a charlatan. This guy's a liar. This guy drives a Lambo. Tell me one guy you know that drives a Lambo is not a douchebag. Like, seriously, like, I guarantee you, every guy who drives a Lambo is like a raging cunt. I, I just, I don't think there's a guy in a Lamborghini who's gonna be like, hey man, we should probably, like, you know, be nice. There's cocaine involved, there's hookers, there's Lambo. And there's lies and deceit. And,. I just don't believe Roger Ver. I'm sorry. And well, on the other hand, you have... Okay, and one other thing I wanted to point out is Bitcoin is a creation of two technologies, really. It's basically BitGold, and if you don't know what BitGold is, great read. Google BitGold Bit white paper. It wasn't ever a thing. It was just a white paper. It was an idea. Software never came out. It was written by one Nicholas Zabo. I don't know if it's Nicholas. I just want to say that because it sounds cool. It's Nick Zabo. He wrote the paper. It was basically Bitcoin, except it's called BitGold, and it's missing one thing. It's missing the decentralization factor, and that is proof of work. And that is what Mr. Adam Back, or Dr. Adam Back, figured out, and that is proof of work, hash cash. He actually built the thing. 
So Bitcoin is a combination of two things. Nick Zabo's BitGold and Adam Back's Hashcash. And that creates Bitcoin. And both Adam Back, which is the CEO of the evil Blockstream, and Nick Zabo, who doesn't have a company, just has a blog. You should read all of his work. I haven't, but I've read like a good 10% of them. Great, great article about money and, and how money has been used around and explains how money di didn't have to have a utility before it was money. Long, great, great, great articles. He doesn't have anything to sell you. It's just free. You just read it. Both of those guys are calling Bitcoin cash, a complete puppetry, shill, shillery, complete fakery, complete everything. It's a, short, it's a scam. It's, it's going to be, we're going to, one morning, we're going to wake up and Bitcoin and Lightning Network, sorry, is out. You, one, morning, one morning you wake up, you look at Reddit, it's like, oh shit, three companies, Blockstream, Eclair, uh, all three of those. Uh, there's three different implementation of Lightning. All three have come out with new new wallets with Lightning enabled, and you can use them. And suddenly, people are going to start using it. They're going to create payment channels with those companies. You pick whatever you want, and maybe a week later, Shapeshift will be like, "Hey, what's going on? I'll do this." And you know, you have Shapeshift coming in. All of a sudden, news of all these companies saying, oh, I'm going to implement Lightning. Oh, we, we also support Lightning. We'll have like a little logo. They'll create a logo. Now, all these websites will have the little logo in the corner. It's Lightning enabled, etc. And Bitcoin has hit, you know, $50,000. Transactions are back to normal. You still have your Bitcoin, except in your wallet, it says Lightning Channel instead of not Lightning Channel. They can't, again, they can't run away with it. It's your money. It's just in a different state, okay? Water is H2O. No matter if it's liquid in a warm temperature or ice, it's still water. It's the same. Your coins are your coins. Just in a different, it's locked differently, and you can unlock it differently. That's it. Sits in the lightning. Next thing you know, you can send anybody who's on any of those, um, any of those lightning hubs payment for a fraction of cost, maybe like, a penny, two pennies, maybe, maybe even sub pennies. I don't know because what happens is market effects take uh, uh, open market takes effect, and uh, and whoever has the cheapest fees and the best experience wins, and they're going to battle to gain your business. And yes, they're providing a service, you know. So either you're mining, you're paying sixty dollars to the miners for the fee, or you're paying. Um, one cent to a lightning node for a fee. Pick, you know, I'd, I'd say with the, I'll go with a cent, especially if I can get my money back in case, like I said, in case if the guy runs away with my money, get my money back after a month, after a week, after seven days. Who knows? Whatever you want to set it up as. And then next thing you know, Bitcoin Cash is like <laughs> pushing tree fitty and it's going to be really sad, actually. It's going to be one of the, the biggest bag holders in crypto history are going to be the Bitcoin Cash people. And I mean that, and I really I see it coming. I uh, wish I could help them. I really am trying to. I'm trying to make these, you know, uh, thing. Not because I have something for Bitcoin, because I love Bitcoin, because I love Bitcoin Core, because I'm a core cuck. It has nothing to do with that. I'm, I'm kind of technical. I kind of understand what's going on, and I... I am a quote-unquote conspiracy guy, so I, 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 
I look into things and I figure out which one is right. And, and for me, it's crystal clear which side I should be on. So and it's not like I only have Bitcoin. I'm not a, you know, maximalist. I was telling a couple of episodes ago about some weird ERC-20. I like other things. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying Bitcoin is, the, is going to be the one to rule them all. No, I'm just saying Bitcoin Cash is a, it's a, it's a clown show to be nice to say nicely i just i'm trying to help people i really am i'm just i hope somebody you know takes my advice or don't this is not advice this is information how people start looking into it and make their own decision i'm not trying to give you advice you know if you want to keep your money in bitcoin cash go right ahead these are just i'm telling you what i found so far and i've been living and breathing this kind of shit crypto for four years almost you get to you know you get to see the characters you get to see how they interact you get to watch a lot of videos you get to learn read a lot of posts you get, you get to read a lot of articles you start connecting things you're like hey what the hell's going on over here anyway so i hope i help some people out and i just hope that well it's a little too late for that but i think Bitcoin Cash is going to create the biggest bag holders in crypto history, even worse than the DAO, because at least DAO gave their people their money back. <laughs> or if, you know, the other old chain still trucks along at $22, while Ethereum is at $750. Yeah, why? Because the people who were the main development team was behind it. People go, people go behind, I mean, here's an example, perfect example. People will go where the development is and that's ethereum not ethereum classic because ethereum classic is a shell that's being propped up by barry silbert and charles hoskinson you know everybody knows that it's a it's, I, I still keep some just because you know i don't know if this whole proof of stake thing is going to work with ethereum so hey you know it's a good thing if they go proof of stake and it breaks apart it's good to have a spare Ethereum with the old characteristic of proof of work. And who knows, maybe suddenly, because it's open source, suddenly developers will flock to it because proof of stake breaks things. Who knows? I'm not, I'm not saying it will. I, I believe I mean, Casper is probably going to work. But it's good to have a spare called Ethereum Classic. But with Bitcoin Cash, I don't see it like that. I, I just... Because... Yeah, you know, actually, I do see it like that. Let them, let them live there. It's great. So in case lightning breaks, you know, doesn't work, which I don't think, just like how I don't think Ethereum Classic uh, is going to be used. I don't think Bitcoin Cash is going to be used. But, eh, it's a spare. You know, if lightning doesn't work, which I don't think, then it's good to have, I guess, a big block. Big blockchain. But then again, why, why don't you just use Bitbean or Digibyte? Because... They have bigger blocks and they're faster block times. So, I mean, if that's what it's about, I don't know. Not just yapping. Anyway, hope I help some people. I'll uh, talk to you guys later.